AMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We are the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. You know, Pastor, it seems like every time I'm on the Internet, I see an article pop up or a headline pop up talking about evolution. How can Christians think critically about these articles? Well, you know, Christians are often disturbed when they see a headline that seems to indicate that evolution must be true and the Bible's account of creation must be false. And a lot of times, uh, fossil evidence is what people think is a slam dunk for evolution and against the Bible. But really, that's not true. So in just a few minutes here, it'd be good to kind of help people understand when you see a headline, a lot of times the headline doesn't tell the whole story. You really need to read the whole article and read it critically, not, you know, not accepting everything as gospel truth, but read through it and try to say, what are the facts? And so I have an example of, a, of this article here, Head of Tiny Dinosaur Found Trapped in Amber. It was actually appeared last March, March of 2020. And uh, I can maybe just quickly read it to you. It's very short, and then we can kind of quickly go through it. Okay. It says, This tiny head, 14 millimeters long, including the beak, belongs to one of the smallest dinosaurs ever found. Entombed in amber for nearly 100 million years, the creature belonged to the group of dinosaurs that gave rise to modern birds. The animal was probably about the size of the bee hummingbird, the smallest living bird. The fossil discovered in Myanmar has been christened Oculu dentavis kugangrei, or eye-toothed bird. It has large eye sockets in the sides of its head like modern lizards, and its eyes have narrow openings that limit incoming light. That's a strong hint that the animal was active during the day. This creature's upper and lower jaws are full of sharp teeth, the most found in any ancestral bird, which implies that it was a predator that likely ate insects and other small invertebrates, reachers reported today in Nature. They think the species' tiny size is an example of island dwarfism, as it likely inhabited an arc of islands that existed where Myanmar is today. Without the rest of the body, the scientists can't tell exactly how it related to other bird-like dinosaurs or whether it could fly but they suspect it belongs to a group of relatively primitive birds, perhaps similar to Archaeopteryx and another species that lived between 150 million and 120 million years ago. That's the end of the short article. It was written by Gretchen Vogel, uh, and she's a contributor to Science Magazine. Now, There's not really um, much there. There's a lot of speculation. A lot of speculation and a lot of claims of things that are really not proven at all, but they act as though it's all been proven and is known as a fact. So what they actually did find, and that's what you always want to look for, what did they actually find? There was a creature, a very tiny creature, 14 millimeters long, and it's got the head and beak. That's the only part of the creature that's in amber, which is fossilized tree resin. And it had teeth, and it had eye sockets, that much you know. But that's about as much as you know. The, the years, 100 million years and all that, that's all speculation. That, that's not uh, slam dunk by any means. And the fact that it's a dinosaur that was turning into a bird, that also is a bunch of baloney. Well, here's something else that people need to, to look at. So when you read all the words and say, what, what part's fact and how much of this is propaganda, 
the majority of that short article is propaganda. Only a little bit is fact, the, the finding itself in amber, and uh, that it had teeth and eye sockets and so forth. But all the rest is speculation. And it was interesting because this article is tagged. It was updated in July of this year. So the article appeared in March. In July, it says, the paper this story describes has been retracted. The retraction notice states that the description of the specimen is correct. However, another specimen, which has not been yet published, provides some evidence that the animal may have been an unusual lizard rather than a bird-like dinosaur. Do you get that? So if you had only read this initial article, you say, well, what do you know? They found another example of a dinosaur turning into a bird. And, you know, even within just a few months, a new thing comes out where they retracted the original paper and said, well, actually, probably not. Even the evolutionist has to admit, probably not. This was just a lizard, not a bird-like dinosaur. And the whole business of animals turning into other animals by evolution is, is baloney. So as Christians, you want to look through this with a biblical lens. In the beginning, in Genesis, God made all these different kinds of creatures, and everything reproduces after its own kind. That's what God created in the beginning. That's still what we observe today. Creatures reproduce after their own kind. No one has ever seen anything turning into anything else, and that includes in the fossil record. So what we see when we classify living creatures today and when we see creatures in the fossil record is there are distinct groupings of various kinds and large, systematic, unbridgeable gaps between the kinds. What God says in Genesis is what we actually observe. The story that they tell about one thing turning into another is false, and is based on wishful thinking for people who want to believe that things could evolve over millions and billions of years. No one has ever observed anything in real science, in real the real world, where it is happening now or has happened in the past. So we need to read these things critically. And as Christians say, what do I know for sure? Well, what I know for sure is what God says in the Bible. He was there, he did it, he knows what he did, and he tells us in his word, the Bible, that he created the various kinds, he created things to reproduce after their own kind, which is what we still observe happening today. Right. So evolution cannot be true, and we don't want to get in, go down that path because... The story that they tell involves millions and billions of years. That doesn't fit the Bible. It involves suffering and death for millions of years before human beings were on the scene, which goes against what the Bible says of mankind's fall into sin being the cause of suffering and death in the world. And it really ultimately goes against the gospel. You know, But we know the Bible is true, and we know particularly what God tells us about the story of salvation is true, that God created the world, when mankind fell into sin, he promised, and in the fullness of time, he sent Jesus to be our Savior, born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered and died on the cross in our place to take away our sins. He rose triumphant from sin and death on the third day, and he is the one that we trust for eternal life. And when you read his words in the New Testament, he quotes Genesis as being the truth. And so, since Jesus and the, and the apostles certainly quote Genesis as being the truth, I certainly believe it is true, too, and there is nothing that's going to appear in the newspaper or a museum or a textbook that's going to shake that. Right. 
Now there's changes within the species, uh, but not are, they don't change. It's, for example, the breeds of dogs, but it's still a dog. It's not changing into a cat. Exactly. So there's variation within a kind. Thank you for raising that issue. So there's the dog kind, and the dog kind not only includes all the domestic breeds that we have today, it includes coyotes and wolves and so forth. The horse kind includes zebras, as well as all the domestic breeds of horses we have today. The elephant kind would include not only African and Indian elephants, but mammoths and, and mastodons and so forth. And so, yes, the, the idea of a kind is bigger than a species, is bigger than a particular breed of dog or cat. And yet, we see that what the Bible says is true, that there, while there's variation within a kind, there's no way to bridge from one kind of creature to another kind. Right. So if that was a lizard, it was always a lizard, and it's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so. Yeah. Exactly so. It's intriguing that, that you can find the remains of these creatures that lived long ago, but it all still points to the design of our almighty, all-wise God, and it points to the fact that creatures died because of sin in this world. The human sin brought death into the world, and it's only because of Jesus that we have the promise of new life, eternal life, and the new heavens and the new earth, the home of righteousness. And that is what our Christian hope is all about. Right. Can you lead us in a prayer? I'd be glad to do so. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we know that your word is true. The word that tells us about how you created all things in the beginning and how you have redeemed us by sending your Son, Jesus, to be our Savior. Help us always to believe your word and especially to believe that blessed gospel promise that in Christ we have eternal life. Help us never to be shaken by any reports but always to believe that your word is the truth, and it will be vindicated always in the end. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor Worth. You are welcome. We are the messenger of good news, worldwide, kfuo.org, AM850 in St. Louis. Remember this segment available as a podcast. You can get it on our webpage, or you can go to wherever you get your podcast. Maybe you want to hear it again or pass it along to a friend. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. We are KFUO Radio.